Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. A one, a two, a one, two, three, four. <laughs> Another beautiful day on the Victor Bravo Golf Course. The sun is shining, the birds are about, and there's a sudden pause in the crowd. Michael Michelson steps up to the tee box. 15th hole here, drivers recommended. Oh, is he a caveman? Because he's suddenly clubbed that one. What do you reckon, George? <laughs> I mean, did he hit that with the dictionary? Because that was a terrible read. <laughs> oh, my. G'day, this is Golf. golf. I'm Andrew Dado on a beautiful, crisp evening on the south coast of New South Wales. Before we get to this episode, which is a beauty, uh, I think you'll really enjoy it. Um, a bit of news. I started a YouTube channel, so we're starting slowly. It's called Divot. I'm doing it with a mate of mine, Glenn Leahy, and uh, it's only two videos, but I really would like you to see the new one. Uh, it's about the vintage golf course in the Hunter Valley with Richard Mercer uh, and others as well. So if you go to YouTube and put in the search engine or the search bar, whatever it is, um, put in golf divot the vintage you'll see it there and i think you'll really enjoy it anyway it's something new we're just trying something new and i reckon you know i reckon the further we get we've done another course now and that video is being made um so yeah we might even be onto something divot check it out on youtube now to this week's podcast I'm working my way down the south coast and uh, I used to come here with uh, my two best mates. We'd stop at Eden, fish badly, never really caught anything. Then we play golf. We play here, we play Chura Beach, and I think from memory that's about it. The golf course is in literally sensational condition again. Beautiful and green. The, the green's a quick, big change with the clubhouse, and I'll work that out. And I'll do that with the help of Glenn Warren. So Glenn's the professional here, uh, has been here for a while. You'll find him on the Facebook page and on the, um, the web page as well. But let's, before we get to Marimula Golf Club, let's know a bit more about Glenn. How did you come to the game of golf? Uh, I came to the game of golf, Andrew, through my parents. We uh, grew up in Yarram in Victoria and it was... Uh, is that the Gippsland side? Yeah, yeah. It was football in winter, golf in summer. Dad hated Not cricket. cricket. Dad hated cricket. Yeah. And it was golf. And he needed someone to drive the car home through the bush when he'd had too many drinks. <laughs> so 
It was golf. Okay. And uh, moved to Marimula when I was 15 as a bad golfer, 25 marker. And Noel Matthew was the pro here at the time and got me to three handicap in three years. Right. How was that process for you? Because I bet there's a bunch of people wishing that they could do that same because it's a huge jump in a three-year period. Uh, Hang on, but this is when you're 15 years old. Correct, correct. That means coming to golf after school every day. School holidays every day. Practice, play, just get better. Okay. And I think I got bigger and stronger. Okay, what did he he teach you? (laughs) So so It's a stupid question, but it's actually not. Like, there was the nub of it. There's, There's something he told you that was like, oh, my God, that's it. Well, it was basically the basics because Yaram had no golf pro. So when your dad shows you the interlocking grip at the time and you come up here and you do the overlapping grip, all of a sudden you feel the club differently. And it worked. And I just got better and better. Okay. So tell me about golf with your dad at Yarram. Was he any good? Uh, Dad was about a 10 to 12 marker. Had a good size beer gut on him. So he uh, he was a plumber by trade. He was a professional slicer. In all the years we played golf, I never saw him hit a hook shot. Did you ever go back to him as a golfing professional and go, Dad, I've worked it out? I uh, couldn't. No. No, I didn't. It was too hard a mission. Right. Did, but did it you was work, unfixable. Okay. Did you work out what he was doing? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. All right. And what was He that? had a terrible inside-outside swing, which he just perfected. So he would just hit his little slice every shot. Even with chipping, it would slice. <laughs> right, and you never said, you never tried to fix it. Even no. as an 18-year-old, no. when you're going... No, unfixable. And mum's a bit the opposite. She stands closed and pulls across the ball, unfixable. Yeah, weirdly, I'm glad you didn't say my mum's a hooker. Um, <laughs> I would never say that. That would get me in a lot of trouble. Right. Are, they, are they still around and still playing? Uh, Dad passed away a few years ago, but mum still plays. Gradually getting worse, of course, because yeah. we get older and, and don't hit as far. But no, she's twice a week. Okay. That's great. All right. And where does she play? Here. She plays here. Okay. Uh, I've got a bit of a family. My, my brother is a country member, plays on scratch here. And my sister plays at Penrith on five or six. And I've got a son that plays on three. Okay. And so what have you done with... Um, so just to put it in perspective, Glenn's just finished a clinic with the juniors... So it's late afternoon. There's literally not a breath of wind. It, it couldn't be better or nicer. Nice cloud cover. It's not. So, it's beautiful, really, it's, isn't it? It's like perfect. this is this is literally Pambula Marimula Golf Club at its absolute best. Absolutely. It's look, and this time of year, this is why February, March, April are our three busiest months because the weather is perfect, the course is perfect, and the water is warm in the ocean. So we we get swamped this time of year. Watch your hands. You slapping. We got slapping hands and beers. It's pretty good. So tell me, um, with your with your golfing story, how far did you get? You got down to three as a eighteen year old. Uh, Uh, How did it become a a mission to be a professional? uh, A bit of luck, I'd say. I finished high school in the area down at Eden. Uh, Noel. Matthew, that was the pro here, said, what are you going to do? I said, I have no idea. He said, why don't you give it a crack, being a golf pro? And I thought, well, what have I got to lose? So I went to Concord and did a playing test to become a trainee and shot 75. I think it was past 72 back then and got through the course 
and three years of a traineeship, finished 1990. Uh, went and played a little bit, but I'm no good. So that quickly evaporated. Okay, so um, I'm, I'm always intrigued talking to club pros about that moment of when you realised. Uh, I think you know when you're a trainee. When, when you watch the other trainees hit it 20 longer than you and then from 150 metres, they hit it to five foot and you miss the green. That's when you know they're a lot better than you are. Okay. So, Sadly. So how do you, how do you keep how do you keep the interest in the game then? If because, and, and this is and this is the well, this is the question is is it not is it not is the dream to be a professional player or is it is there a different and a different calling? I think the dream is to be as good as you can get. Okay. So I got to plus two last year, which, which is the lowest I've ever been on. Yeah. Which at what age? At fifty five. Wow. So, and. I think one of the reasons is that when you're a club pro, you don't get to play much golf. But I made it so I played once a week every week last year, and it worked. Right. And so what What then in, in terms of – so you had those lessons when you were a junior and you got to three. What was it that got you to plus two as a mid-50 golfer? I think that – this will sound silly – the lack of caring. When you're in your 20s and 30s – you try too hard. When you get to your 40s and 50s, you realise it's not the end of the world if you have a bad day. And and I've got a mate I play with, our club champion here, Nick Crundle, who's a plus three marker, and you just sort of drive each other to, to get better. Okay. And he wins sometimes, I win sometimes. Right. Do you always play with him? Uh, most of the time. Try to. Our, our schedules bounce a bit sometimes. Okay. So he's, And what's his best mark? Oh, I think he's played on plus five. Okay. And so when you beat him for the first time? Oh, I can't <laughs> remember. <laughs> but like, there's, surely there's something going on there where it's like, yo, oh, yeah. Even when I beat him last Wednesday, there's a bit of joy at the end. Okay. Always. Rightio. So then, so, right, so now you're plus two, 55, there's a seniors tour. Do you not, there must be some part of your brain that says, shit, it's like, oh, my God, maybe. Uh, yeah, I'm tempted. But work, uh, work in the pro shop is a seven-day-a-week business, and if I'm not here, I'm paying someone to be here. Okay. And, you know, I've, my wife, uh, I, don't, I don't have enough holidays with my wife as it is now. Going away on a boys' trip or a, a golf tournament might uh, straighten the friendship <laughs> yeah, it's had. It's funny that you, that you say going on a boys' trip, a golf tournament. So I guess for the seniors, it's, there must be an aspect to that. Oh, of course there would be. Yeah, although we do a boys' trip, a group of us from here every year, so I'm already in enough trouble for that one. Okay. And We're, wanting to go away even more would right. not please us. Test the, test yeah, the friendship. We, so where do you go on your golf trip? Uh, we did Mornington Peninsula last year. Yep. Going again this year. Uh and what's, so what's the best course that you play on the peninsula? Uh, we played the National Old Course last year. It was fantastic. Yeah. How'd you go? I actually played all right there. Yes? I won the money there Did that you? day. So, yeah, I was two over. Okay. I mean, it's a magic course. Oh, it was fantastic. What about Peninsula Kingswood? Have you been there? Uh, no. Well, I have 15 years ago. And we were going to put on our schedule this year, but it was a little bit outpriced of the guys who want to go down. Okay. Unfortunately. Okay. Would have loved to have. It looks so, and sounds fantastic now. Oh, so what is it to play there? As an interstate player, it was $425. Sheesh. 
that's a little bit different to your $37 with a text to mark going $38 for nine here at Marimbula, isn't it? It is a little bit dearer, uh, especially when all the other courses down there are around the 120 mark. Okay. Trying to get the boys to go for 425 was a bit of a bit of a mission and I failed. Okay. Let's talk about Marimbula. So last time I was here, which was probably 20 years ago, and I don't think the layout's changed, I don't, I don't think no, the, the course has changed, but what has changed is that the club, the, the, the structure was a vibrant charging it was full and it's and it's it, it looks like it's shut uh our main clubhouse is shut at the moment yeah it's and probably will never reopen as it is uh well, as, it, as it was as it was mm-hmm. basically and unfortunately uh over the last say 20 years in this area we have three big clubs in the area we have a, a rsl club a bowling club and our golf club and unfortunately because we're the club that's out of town with the drink driving laws and all that sort of thing uh we fell out of favor unfortunately so over the last few years and covid certainly didn't help but but we're already on the downer before covid okay, okay. uh poker machine turnover dropped and when that was your main income earner for a long time a lot of decisions had to be made. And unfortunately, closing the clubhouse was... It was keep the course as it is or lose a bit of the golf course and keep the clubhouse open. And, of course, everyone's here to play golf. Okay. Well, that's interesting because the often the pokies, or this is my understanding, the pokies are what inevitably pay for the, the, the course. So if you've got no pokey revenue, that means the golf club is surviving on green fee players, which is a good thing. It is a great thing. Yeah, memberships and green fee players. Yeah, so we're, so we're lucky. We do have a lot of players year-round. Um, and our groundkeeper does a super job. I'll throw his... Patrick Wilson, his name is, does a fantastic job all year-round. So even in the worst of weather, our course is playable. Um, where a few other courses in the area tend to get a little bit wet, unfortunately. But um, we actually have some... We're going through with Crown Lands at the moment, and hopefully in the near future we will be um, buying the land our clubhouse is on, demolishing the building, and hopefully rebuilding a proper smaller clubhouse, custom fit with a pro shop, and maybe some accommodation as well. Wow! So there's there's some good plans ahead. So it's the Barwon Heads of the South Coast. I've never been to Barwon oh, Heads, but I'll say Oh, you've got to go to yes. Barwon Heads. <laughs> okay, so Barwon... But you know Barwon Heads Golf yes, Club is a historic yes. and beautiful... And In fact, I think they're doing a fair bit of um, work. Could you not... Um, is it not possible to utilise some of the existing clubhouse? No, because be, our clubhouse, parts of it are 50 years old, parts are 40 years old, parts are 25 years old. So it's sort of a great big mess inside, if you like. Okay. And, and to get it back how it's functioning would cost millions, right? unfortunately. But then surely the rebuilding would cost millions as well. It will, but you've got a brand new building. And costs, like uh, one of the new law rules with uh, bushfires happening in the area is your club must be fully irrigated inside. It would have cost us $600,000 to do that. Okay. So that's, again, another reason why it show, shut down. Okay. And so where do you fit Glenwarn Club Professional... How do you fit in the structure of the actual running of the golf club? Uh, basically, I'm in charge of all golf 
golf-related activity, from competitions to social golf to bookings for 2025 to whatever's got to be done. Okay. All coaching. It's um, it's a pretty busy place at times. Yes. Yes. Well, I mean, there's always someone here. There and is. there's always there someone is. whacking balls on the range. And you've got 12 million kangaroos that actually are not terribly fussed about golf balls going near them. <laughs> no. No, there's... Um, they're a pretty relaxed sort of creature, the kangaroos, and they take a bit of getting out of the road sometimes. Yeah. Well, we, my wife and I have played, so she's now doing some chipping down on the putting green while we're chatting. We had There's a big female, and it wouldn't move, and it just sort of fronted up, and you start going, well, I've seen these boxing kangaroos. Is there a trick to moving them? Uh, usually clapping your hands gets rid of them, we'll usually. That. Yeah. Uh, the females are fine. It's the males we usually have trouble with getting out of the road. Okay. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> big, yeah, big. Oh, yes, this thing was huge. Yes, there were some big ones out there. All right. So yeah. what about the golf course? So 27 holes. Um, when we came, you said go off on the 10th, and that you said that was the prize, in your mind, the prize nine. Yeah, most uh, visitors to the area pref- sort of like to pick holes 10 to 27. It's, it's the bushland nine, or 18. Um, the front nine's our oldest nine, uh, shortest but trickiest, I always tend to think. But, yeah, most visitors do like the long course, the 10 to 27. Okay. And it's hard. I mean, it's not... It's look, not some really long par fours yeah. that cause a lot of trouble. Yeah, and the par yeah. fives have got some action on them as well. Yeah, look, we, we like to think of ourselves as a good course for beginners, but a, uh, a moderately hard enough course for good players. And a very playable place. Yeah. Which, because we get a lot of Christmas traffic, and you've got to be playable okay. for what, people who play their once-a-year game. Yeah. How, well, how, do you, how do you manage them around the course? Uh, usually at Christmas time, we'll set aside one nine for nine-hole players only and 18 for 18-hole players. So we rotate that every day. Okay. So basically, if you came three days in a row, you would play each of the combinations each day. Okay. And what's the trick for playing here? It's because that, I mean, look, just it's very hilly, right? So a lot of up and down. There's a fair bit of water on it, and the trees, they're beautiful big gums, and they're they're enormous. Like they're not small. Then I mean, they're not big. They're enormous. So what's the apart from being straight and long? How do you manage it? Most most players when they come in the pro shop after golf ask, "How do you read the greens?" The greens always trick people. And the trick to our golf course is wherever the Marimbula Lake is to your side, that's where it's going to break to. Okay. Because they're not – the greens aren't very slopey, I didn't no. think. No, they're very subtle greens, but they do break. They, they all break towards the lake. Okay. In fact, my son, who – The three marker. Can I say he's a smartass? <laughs> How old is he? He's 24. Yeah. On my putter he has engraved, it breaks to the lake. <laughs> Because I said it to him so many times as a kid, yeah, it, he thought for Father's Day it would be funny. Right? Was it funny? No, it's not funny. <laughs> is it at all, is it, hang on, is it in any way funny? Oh, yes, it is. Right. What sort of putter is it? It's a spider, okay. and the local engraver engraved it, and then my son came in and borrowed thirty bucks off me <laughs> to go pay for the engraving. <laughs> Did he pay you back? No. <laughs> so Do he's smarter. Pay you back? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think they pay you back in love, right? <laughs> No, 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 really. Like, you know. Okay, so is it is it written on the top or the bottom? Uh, it's written on the bottom of the putter. Okay. 
So I can't see it when I putt, thankfully. Right, but you know it's there. It's Well, we know it's there. Okay. Everyone, all my mates know it's there. Because whenever I miss a putt bottom side on the lake side, <laughs> I, they tell me. So in your, um, and I'm really reticent to say the word journey, but in your journey to plus two, that must have had some factor in it. This knowledge, this constant reminder. <laughs> of uh, allowing the ball to break to the lake, you yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah, Yes, it does. Yeah, no, no, but really. It's there. If, yeah. if, you, if you played again tomorrow and you knew it, you would start allowing for it and you go, you know what, he's right. Mm. Um, but it's just local knowledge. Yeah. You know, every course has its little local knowledge part. Okay, what else do you need to know? Just keep it up the centre. Mm. That's, oh, actually being a Kaikuya course, landed on the green. Your chip, chip shots always land them on the green. Yeah, not in the uh, Velcro. Correct. Okay, so what is it about kike that catches the ball? Oh, just the leaf. I, I think when you play cooch, the, coo- the cooch grass sort of lies down a lot better, so your ball runs over it better. The kike just grows in all different manner and just, as you called it, the Velcro. Yeah. It can kick it on, it can kick it sideways, it can do anything. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I must have said it a hundred times. I play at Long Reef and it's kike and it literally... It's the same thing. You've, you've, you've got to get the ball to the green. And when you don't, trying to work out who to curse. There's always someone to curse. But it's funny. When I go to Melbourne, for example, I struggle on the cooch. Just I, I have trouble hitting under the ball and nipping it. Okay. Whereas I play off the Kaikuya here, and it's cut pretty tightly, hmm. but it just feels natural. All right. So you're at how, you're at, I'm thinking a 35-year-old, 35 year year golf pro yes, teaching man. pro yeah it's a while isn't it yeah what's changed over that time uh, I think it's funny you asked that I've been thinking about that because I knew you would ask I think the biggest thing is well golf carts of course mm. I mean no no golfer has legs anymore they all take <laughs> carts which is pretty sad mm. I think it's the fact that 20 years ago Everyone had handicaps and played competition golf. Nowadays, we have a heap of guys in their 20s and 30s who will come out and play once a week, but they're happy to play amongst themselves socially with their boom box in their cart, mm. which I can't... I was going to say, what do, you, head, what, do you, what do you think about the boom box in the cart? I'm not a big one for the boom box in the head, in the cart, but if it gets them playing golf... And they're having fun. Yeah, I'm all for it. All right. So but let's just back that up as just a little bit. What about the other golfers on the course who are not there for their like who who not going? Really, Aerosmith. <laughs> really? Oh, fuck! It wouldn't be Aerosmith, right? It'd be whatever uh, it would be. The snazzy, jazzy, d dog yeah. something. Uh, look, whenever we say and we say, look, boys, just be respectful of the other groups. And look, we've never had a a problem where we've had to go out on the course mm. and tell them to turn it down. Okay. Because I mean, w- w- most of them are local guys, so you never burn your bridge in a local town. All right. Are we getting old, you and I, in this anti? I'm not necessarily anti. It's just I don't understand that thing of I'm going to do what I want, and it will impact the people around me. But oh well, because I'm doing what I want. I think we are getting old. Yeah. I, um, look, I, I don't understand the boombox in the cart thing at all. I just, I can understand listening to the third race at Flemington or something, 
but not a boombox music while I'm over a four foot putt. Yeah. I just don't get it. Right. And so then what recourse do you have around that? Uh, well, we've never had to speak to anyone. Mm. But if I, if I had to second it off them for the rest of their game, I would. Okay. Um, the cart thing is interesting, uh, and it was explained to me cleverly by someone that the, these young guys, and they're often fit and strong and well-muscled and right, so, and you look at them and go, you, Vita, and you obviously as well, you young people should be bloody walking and exercising, and, and, and whoever it was said to me that the, the reason that in the carts is because golf is not about exercise, it's about literally playing golf and being like they are or they see on Instagram or whatever. So it's an experience. It's not a workout. Uh, well, I got it explained to me that I've worked all week. I don't have to work at the golf course, mm. if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, one, one of the things, my wife's been listening to podcasts for too long. Anyway, she was saying that um, she was talking about mental health and the guy on there was saying that golf is for 20 to 30-year-old guys the greatest thing they can ever do but they should walk. And the reason why is because, you know, when you're playing golf, you, you have some great conversations, mm. but you're not looking at each other. You're walking beside each other. Yeah. And if you don't like what's being said, you can all of a sudden Walk disappear off. and go find your golf ball. Yeah. And uh, the, the doctor was saying golf is just the best thing ever. And See, I thought about it, and I think she's right. Yeah. It's interesting because... Th- Golf and mental health, like that all makes sense, but also it just drives you mental. Like if anything's going to put you in the bloody, <laughs> in a straitjacket, it's going to be this game. Yes, it is. You're right. The, high, the highs and lows are so quickly found within one hole even. Yes. Yes, the 18th yesterday. Shank. Shank. Shit. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T R Y L I F E M D.com. When I arrived, you were working with the juniors. 
flogging balls up the hill. What do you teach juniors that is probably good for the rest of us? Look, I think with juniors, and to be honest, I probably don't work on grips as hard as I should because I always they're juniors. So you just let them grip as comfortably as they want to. It's more about, for the age group I taught today, hitting the grass. Hit the grass, hit the bottom of the ball, the ball goes in the air. As easy as that sounds, it's hard to do. Hang on, so just say that again. Hit the grass, hit, hit the, the bottom hits. of the... So if you hit the grass, you'll hit the bottom of the ball, the ball goes in the air. And it sounds easy, but it's how many people hit the guts of the ball and the ball goes along the ground the whole way yeah. instead of hitting the bottom of the ball for it to fly in the air. All right, so how do you get them to hit the bottom of the ball? By hopefully hitting the grass. <laughs> and that's the hard okay, bit. Okay, we're in a loop now. Yeah, we're looping. It is, and that's the hard bit. Because some kids can't do it. Actually, I, with beginners clinics, particularly ladies, lots of ladies have trouble hitting the grass. Scared they'll take divots or hurt their hands or they just can't do it. Mm. Scaring, being scared to take divots is interesting because I did see a ladies clinic once and they were like, oh, we're going to hurt the grass. Like, we're going to dig it up. Yeah. It's terrible. They are. It's ridiculous. And I say, look, don't worry about the greenkeeper. He's okay with what we do. Yeah. We can dig as much as we want. Okay. Um, what about getting women to hit the ball? And this is a selfish question because my wife's beginning, but she's she can hit driver well, but to hit the ball further, what's the apart from hitting it harder? I can't answer that one. That's it's, it's a hard question. It's mm. um it's all about coordination. Coordin you know. Keep, I'm a bit of a believer in the straighter you keep your left arm, your leading arm, on the backswing, the more power you have coming down with it. Because one of the things with my golf is I actually swing shorter now than I used to, but I hit it further, which is a bit silly at my age, but that's what's happening. Have you changed your clubs and shafts and things like that? <laughs> well, I have. I've gone from extra stiff shafts back to stiff shafts. And no doubt my next set will be regular, regular shafts yeah. and probably graphite eventually as well. Right. Which is a bit sad. Yeah. But at 55 plus three, it's looking pretty rosy. Plus three, I love it, but I'm not there. Plus two. I, I will never get Sorry, to plus Sorry, you're plus three. two. No, I'm back to zero now. Oh, okay. It's, but uh, look, I've, I've just changed the tide list in the last year or two and they've just, I'm hitting it straight, mm. which is something I've never done with irons. Consistently. Okay. What, what, what? So you've gone the T one hundreds, T two hundreds because yeah. I'm an old man. Right. I tried the T one hundreds and I could not hit them off the ground, which is really weird. I know, but it just shows you my standard of hitting the ball. Okay. I'm a T two hundred man and proud of it. <laughs> is there a pissing contest with the clubs that people have? I think there is. Oh, there is, and I lost the contest, <laughs> but I'm okay with that. Because at the end of the day, it's about your score. Yeah. Now, probably my biggest change is I, I got Vokey wedges for the first time ever. Mm. Uh, I've had used Ping and Mizuno and a few like that, but I've got Vokey wedges now. And I'm actually chipping very well, which is great. All right. It's so then, so nice not to duff a chip. Okay. So what's the, the secret with chipping? So, again, I'm, I'm now watching my wife chipping. So she's there on the practice screen and just, my God. And she's pretty new to it, but she's... She's actually going great. Yeah, so she what is... She's yeah, doing really well. And I, I was did, thinking I, with ladies, 
the, the secret to ladies is trying to get them to chip the ball high. Yeah. Because a lot can't do it. Right. Actually, but, a lot of men can't do it. Yeah. So I was going to say, isn't that a, isn't that something for all of us? So, like, there's got to be a. I used to do a golf show with um, Paul Gow, and he'd go. What did he say? Drop the something or do whatever, right? And never ever made sense to me. So, can you make make chipping make sense to me for, for a, a universal sense? And then I'll and then it's I'll let you go. No, I can't. <laughs> it, look, it's basically chipping is make sure your wrist cock as you go back, and make sure they sweep the grass like I said earlier, yeah. and and cock as you come through. And the ball is going to fly in the air. Okay. The hard part about chipping is nerves. Yeah. And under pressure, we all tend to just get a little bit tighter in our grip, and that's when we hit our gutses, which are no fun. Okay. So cock, cock, sweep, cock. Correct. Absolutely spot on. Okay. And control it. Don't overswing. Too many, too many players, I think, have too big a backswing, too short a follow through. Okay. When they chip, and it should be the other way around. All right. Shorter backswing, bigger follow through. Okay, that makes sense. That's the. It's almost the Bryson DeChambeau. Correct. Which was painful to watch when Tiger was not playing because Bryson was the only one they seemed to be showing. It was dreadfully <laughs> painful, but you know, but that was the thing, wasn't it? Yes, it was. Yeah, it's funny, isn't it? Like the world of golf's changing very quickly at the moment mm. with Tiger's injury this week. Mm. Was it an injury or an illness? I thought it was a shank. <laughs> it was a shank. <laughs> it was a... Made me feel good All watching right. it. Okay, what do, you think of his, what do you think of his clothing range? Uh, I actually haven't seen the logo, but I've had people comment on the logo. And? They all hate it. They all think it looks like Slessinger. Yeah, there's a lot of Slessinger yeah. in, in the comments. There is. Okay. But I haven't seen it yet. All right. What's the future for Marimbula Golf Club? Is it is it is it good? Pambula Marimbula, sorry. Look, I, I think we do have a great future. Uh, our golf course is probably the best in the area condition-wise. And being 27 holes, whenever you come to Pambula Marimbula, you will always get a game of golf, mm. even when comps are on. It's a good point, actually. And, um, and what about Chira Beach? So we sort of were mucking around waiting for flights and stuff today. So we need to Chira, which... I remember playing, and I remember the bottom it must be eight and nine and seven, eight and nine down, down the flat. The but the rest of it is like a Jesus. <laughs> uh, it's a tough course. It's a, and that's what I said earlier. You know, we try and be very playable, whereas Chira Beach is a uh, Peter Thompson design torture test. Yeah. Sorry, I mean golf course. No, no, no. But, but it is. It's the, a but, tough place. It's, yeah. Because the greens also are really moundy. Oh, the greens are fast, and. Honestly, I, I'm a ter- I can't play Chura Beach. It's got me. And, and all the Chura Beach members will laugh at me, but it's got me. I'm no good there. Is it the hills? Uh, I think the hills, the greens, the ocean, the lake, <laughs> everything to do with it just gets me. All right. So as a final thing, um, when you go somewhere new, what should you be thinking like, how should you approach a new... If, if you struggle with Chura Beach and you get to play there a bit, how, how should we as amateurs approach the new golfing experience? That's a good question. Uh, well, if First place, if ever I go to somewhere I've never been and I'm on a hole, I always look down the fairway and think, what side do I not want to go to? So, so you I play the negative? Yes. 
The anti-negative. Well, maybe. You can call it an anti-negative, but, you know, if there's water on the left, there's no way I'm going down the left. Okay. But sure, but that, that, goes, that flies against everything that we're told is to go, I'm going down the right, not I'm not going down the left. Because when you say I'm not going down the left, left it goes. Theoretically, okay. that's the theory. Look. I'm actually a pretty straight driver, so it doesn't, right, right. I don't look at all. No that, issue. What water, you know? Okay. That's right. Because playing well, here. The one thing I will say, talking about, like we were talking about Marimbula in our lake before, is any course I go to, I always have a look for the local water feature, because if the land slopes that way, that's the way the greens will go to. Okay. And then finally, finally. When I did hit off the other day and you were watching, and I knew you were watching, which gives me the shits, actually, because you never play as well when someone's watching. The reason that I skied it and went right is, I hunt, did I hump the goat? Yeah, you did. <laughs> <laughs> Glenn, what a pleasure. Thanks so much. Um, Marimula, honestly, the course is terrific. Really lovely to chat. Um, and I look forward to coming back with my wife again and, um, and playing again. But really, thanks very much for giving me some time. Andrew, it was a pleasure. And... Next time you're here, we'll have a game. That'd be that would be good. Yeah. Thanks, mate. We'll pick good on up you. the humping. <laughs> <laughs> the next the next drive was spot on the money. I know. So, it was yeah. really good. Yeah, so good stuff, mate. Thank you. <laughs> there he is, Glenn Warren. He's a ripper, uh, and the golf course, my goodness, is in literally such good condition and exciting times. Obviously are ahead for them. Hey, listen, don't forget, check out Divot. Go to YouTube and uh, do Golf Divot, the vintage, and you'll see our new video. I hope you like it. Thanks again for listening. Um, Still travelling, so another, you know, golf experience soon. See ya. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.